Welcome to the City Hill Podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. So, um, let's pray. I'm going to explain it. I'm going to play the song and then we'll go into it. God, thank you so much for... Um, <laughs> thank you so much that we're in the uk thank you so much for your safety thank you so much for looking out for us no matter what our week has been just thank you for being here um and we pray that your presence is here we pray that whatever is said today it's not even really about the words or how things are put together but it's just about your presence and i pray that whatever we are saying whatever is um spoken about that it's infused with your spirit so we're able to just allow it to grow in our hearts in jesus name amen, amen. thank you yeah so um so in the past where the next couple of weeks our whole thing is focused on um songs that are secular songs and then seeing if we could find a little bit of a gospel in it <laughs> and actually uh, it's i do that all the time because like I don't find gospel in things but when i listen to artists i know that especially artists they're always searching for something so like they're not just some people write things because it needs to be like a, a hit or whatever but a lot of times artists are really trying to find god right they may not have the language for it um, but you can really see it in, the, in their lyrics so i'm gonna pick like a song that um that really speaks to me and then i'm gonna kind of like have like a series of thoughts that connects to this one song and then we'll wrap it up basically how how it's gonna go is that like i don't have cohesive thoughts i haven't got like a long string of thoughts that's surrounding this theme i have like seven different points so i'm gonna make like these awkward pauses in between then if in between the awkward pauses you actually have something to say say it um or if you've got a question ask it um but if not you could just listen through and hopefully there's like a connection between them yeah Alright, so this is the song. So yeah, that's my favourite artist, Michael Jackson, when he was probably like nine years old, making that mad, uh, emotionally mature tune, I'll be there. And um, I had a whole other song that I wanted to do, and then like, like this week, that has been a very important um, message for me. Not particularly the song, but the message for me, um, which is to do with um, God being with me and God's presence. So... The first thought that I wanted to share is um, It is dope how Like throughout the song It's like just call my name And I'll be there Yeah um, Or the, f- the first line says um, You and I must make a pact You must bring salvation back Wherever there's love I'll be there It's like He's tapping into something Michael's tapping into something but, um, but That really resonated with me Because I am that's something that i always pray for god to be with me but then there's something about god actually defines himself by i am always with you that is part of his identity so a scripture we won't go to it but then like just kind of like register it um isaiah 7 verse 14 um god is basically talking about um a messiah that is coming along like on the way hundreds of years from the point of um god saying this and he says behold a virgin is going to bear a son and he reveals the name right he reveals what the name of this child is going to be he says the name shall be called emmanuel right 
and Emmanuel means God is with us and you know that like in scripture when it comes down to names it we he, <laughs> God isn't European in the sense where we just pick names because we like the sound of it right it sounds good like God uses name because it means good like this this word is a title that every time I say it, it's gonna like bring about this character in you and when it comes down to the most important human in history the most important human that's to walk on the face of the planet God thought that the most the the most telling name to give this person is God is with us so it isn't just something that God does on the side it's something that um God considers extremely important to who he is so I didn't ever think that I was um wanted by God and that like runs mad deep into my life in it so uh I grew up in a church that emphasized God's presence right God being God is here God is in the room right and I don't really like it's not I didn't feel him but I always felt like um God loved you lot way more than he loves me do you know what I mean I had no proof of that I'd, I was just convinced emotionally that's the case right um, so I felt that God was going to be working on everyone's lives blessing everyone and he just condoned me right he just kind of like he's not he's not for me he's not against me but he will accept me because I'm I'm part of the crew kind of thing innit? and um that ran deep to the point where there, there was many times which no one would notice there were times when i walked outside of the church building with no intention of ever coming back inside of a church building i was like i've tried like i've tried to connect i'm not feeling nothing back like i'm good and every single time god has like brought me back but that that lie that was in me just stayed there for ages which is like god doesn't really rate you like god isn't really for you and I don't really know where that comes from. Like, I, I've known from a very young age that, like... And this isn't... You know, people start to, like, psychoanalyze themselves. But I knew from a young age that, like, my... I wasn't really supposed to be here as far as, like, my parents wanted me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, was, I just kind of popped up kind of thing. I remember being a kid, like, oh, like, was I supposed to be here? My mum my mom would always be silent when I asked if I was supposed to be here. Because the truth is, like, I wasn't really supposed to. Do you know what I mean? She loves me the same way, but... But you could tell that from a kid. I never, I never thought I had overt rejection issues. But what I've realised is how you see God is often in in a mirror of how you your relationship to your parents, right? So when someone says Father God, if your father's not really about, or if they're kind of like in and out, it's very hard for you to use that metaphor of a father in a correct way. And God has to now reintroduce Himself to be like, I'm not like them fathers there. <laughs> I'm a whole different father, right? Um, so there was one time when I was like I was at like a youth retreat or whatever and um I've had this thing where like whenever whenever I prayed or whenever I worshiped at church it like it started like calm and cool and then once it intensified and church was going forward it's like my it's like my clip my my fist was like clenching do you know what I mean it was like an angle it was like a like a like you really don't rate man <laughs> do you know what I mean and it runs really deep and then um and then one day, I, um, long story short, I must have came to the front of the altar. <clears throat> and, like, I broke down crying. Like, I don't know if you've seen uh, 300 yeah. There's a scene where one Donny, like, one guy lost his son. And the way he wails, yeah, it was like all of the enemies were scared kind of thing. The cry I cried was, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was the ugliest cry I've ever cried, yeah. And, um... 
at the end of it, um, I I felt a sense of peace and I felt the lie break, which is like God's always with you, and not only is God is God always with you. He's, he gave me a scripture to prove it, right? And when I went when I went through that scripture, it was basically saying that like, how can I how can I ever forget? He was literally saying in the scripture, how can I ever forget you? He was essentially saying like, your hand is ta- like your name is tattooed on my hand. I can't I can't remove you from me, kind of thing. And from that point, I've never believed that lie again. Like, I've had beefs. Like, don't get it twisted. I've been there's been times where I've been like, yo, me me and God are in beef. I know he's not gone, but we're still in contention, kind of thing. Still in a wrestle. But then from then I knew that he was always with me. Um, so the other day I was reading, um, I was reading Psalms, and I just said, you know, I just want to go through like, I just want to go through like, the middle of the Bible, poetry, the worship songs, all that kind of stuff, and kind of read uh, David's poetry because at the time he was the only person who decided to make worship music for god a thing before david that wasn't really a thing you might see one or two songs here and there but it was david that's like no i'm gonna make poetry like a a form of worship to god right and then um but so i was reading through them but i've always had this little thing with david because he's emotionally all over the place so like he he's the kind of person that's like he's very like zealous one day then he's kind of like broken then he's like he's just be consistent when i'm reading your story i want you to be consistent right but that god says this is a man after my own heart and I, i'm like yeah all right cool 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 but when you actually look at his when you actually look at his story it's a little bit intense like if i was to do what david done there's no way any of you lot are saying that this is andre's a man after god's own heart you're not you the thing is there's people who don't even believe in god that if there was to be if there was to do the same thing that david done you're like no that's not a godly man at all do you know what i mean but for some reason for some reason this is the one that god says i'm going to choose the messiah i'm going to choose emmanuel to come through you yeah so when i was reading the psalms the other day i read it with a whole different perspective because beforehand i was just seen as david almost like he's our brethren david our brethren was writing these songs yeah and then when you read them back to back you see this this constant trend of like yo i'm surrounded by enemies i'm surrounded by illnesses people are like saying the craziest stuff about me but i'm gonna trust in you i'm always gonna wait in you i'm here i'm here i'm here i'm waiting for you i'm waiting for you i'm waiting for you and then i just had the realization that these songs are written by a king so these songs aren't just written by like a regular person off the street, right? This is someone who has very big responsibilities, very big political decisions to make, and they are running a country. And oftentimes when we think about someone who is a king or someone who is of high prestige, they're just like, listen, my power is my power, and I'm going to make these decisions. And I'm very sure that many kings at that time was doing that, right? I'm very powerful. Look at my works of what I can achieve. And David was someone who had all of the means to do that he had all of the all of the acclaim he had all of the fame he had all of the money he had well not all of the money but he had money he had the the military resources for him to be like we're good now if anyone messes with because he's a man of war as well so if anyone messes with us we can make something happen but whenever there was an opportunity or whenever there was a time for him to make a very serious decision he always went back to god to be like i need none of this means anything unless you're here and I realized that the reason why David was a man after God's own heart was because he was the one who made 
God his reward. Like, that is the actual thing he actually wants. All of that king stuff, God made him a king, great. But what he actually wants is to be with, with, in front of God, with God, right? And, and God to respond to him. Read it. Like, when you read a psalm, read how he ends psalms. It's very much like, I'm here, I'm waiting. I'm here, I'm here. Are you here? Like, it's very much waiting for God's presence to be there, right? So much so that when you read his life, he's the person who brought the Ark of the Covenant back to Israel. The Ark of the Covenant is 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 a it's a, it's a box but it, it basically represents god's presence right and he it was away from israel for 20 years he said no like i need to make sure god's presence there was a whole king before david you know and that king never thought to bring the presence of god back into the city but david's like no the presence has to be there um so yeah so like so one of the things that i've learned especially when it comes to um, to, to someone like David His Even though He is perfectly imperfect His priority Was something that God thought Was so um, So important he was like I want My I want the Messiah I want Emmanuel to come through this lineage And it's, he, David basically gave an overview Of his life in one of the Psalms Which was like let me find it for you I'm not going to read it I'll quote it um, It's Psalm 27 verse 4 Yeah And he basically says like One thing have I desired from God And that's the thing that I'm going to seek after Is that I dwell in the house of God forever All the days of my life To just be in front be, See his beauty And just inquire of him all day Yeah So essentially I've always read that And sang songs about it But he's essentially saying All I want Yeah I don't care about the politics I don't care about the money I don't care about the anything Yeah all I ever want is to just be in front of God. That's all I want. So the songs are, are millions of ways of saying that one thing. If we were to understand his life in, a, in one verse, it's essentially that verse in Psalms. Um, lately, I've been... Lately, I've been... Um, I'll set like a little couple of minutes aside a day to, like, to pray and stuff. And one of the things that I've been praying a lot in this this during this year was um, your presence is my reward. So I say that because I mean it. Yeah, I mean it. But then I'm also saying it to remind myself that there's going to be so much things even today that I will see that will gas me up and get me to forget what is actually the most important thing in my life, which is just to know that God's with me. Right. He's there with me. And um, one of the things that I've realized is that um, there is a way, even though we talk about God's presence and all that kind of stuff, like sometimes it's not like, sometimes it's not the, the lightning flash. Actually, most times it's not the lightning flash or the beam of light that you see in your room. Um, God's presence can be his peace. But the question is, how can we access that peace? Um, and the thing that I have learned is, again, in a psalm, which is Psalm 100 verse 4. And it says, um, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So if I ever want to get into his presence, there's a procedure, right? By the time I get to the front gate, I can't get past the front gate unless there's some thanksgiving there, right? Um, that's why we give thanks at the beginning or at the end of our prayers, because that is how we um, bring in God's presence. Like, that's how... 
I always know that God's listening When I pray I have an awareness that God's listening But um, Having the thanksgiving is, is inviting God to come a little bit closer And then from the thanksgiving it, it goes into the praise And I've learned I've learned that um, Particularly this week because there was, um, There's been moments this week Where We're very like very no, very annoying things that in any given circumstance, if I wasn't um, in the right headspace, would be the beginning stages of me fading out from prayer, right? Small little things, right? But it will be the thing. It will be the thing that will make me go. You know what? Tonight, you know, let me just allow the prayer because I'm just I'm just annoyed right now. Do you know? What I mean, I wake up the next day a little bit annoyed. Don't pray, and it's, it could start a little train of thought. The reason why I, this happened to me before it happened to me loads of times, right? So I know when it begins. And this week it would have begun, yeah. And um, something that was really dear to me, yeah, um, an entire stack of basically three years of my work, yeah, it's gone. Three years of my work is gone, yeah. I'll explain later another day But three years of my work is gone And you know me I'm an artist I write I, all, I, all I care about Is my thoughts here yeah? That's gone Deleted And um, I've done something I've never really done before That night I lied down And I just thanked God And it was a weird It was weird It was a weird uh, uh, What's the word Counterintuitive thing For me to do yeah? but I was just thanking God Thanking God Thanking God and I think the reason why I was thanking God is because I was looking at my life and I was like, well, God hasn't left me. Do you know what I mean? Like nothing, like he's still here. So if he's still here, I'm, I'm Gucci. Yeah, I'm actually good. Um, and then what was weird the next day, I felt God's presence in a regular day. Like it was such a regular, regular moment. Yeah. But I felt God's presence in such an overwhelming way. I was like, oh, you, you. You enter his presence through thanksgiving <laughs> Yeah And then that's why the Bible talks about sacrifices of praise Because there's sometimes when it's just like It's actually It actually It actually is counterintuitive for you to thank God When everything is When it, it's very hard to find something to be grateful for Right But then when you do make that sacrifice You're like alright cool We can enter my presence now Do you know what I mean? I um I uh there's sometimes when even if you can't experience God's presence um or you can't see his face you most likely can always see his body. So we are called the body of Christ, right? And I think the reason why God said like the the number one rule is that we love each other as he's loved us yeah like and that's going to be the thing is because that that is what allows God's presence to happen. If you read the beginning of Acts and it talks about um, the day of Pentecost and, and the Holy Spirit pouring upon everyone, you're saying that, that the, the, the moment that happened was just after the moment when everyone was on one accord, right? Everyone was connected. And sometimes the one accord isn't just a telepathic thing. It's like everyone, everyone was connected in a, in a real way. Um, and and you don't need entire movements for that to happen um, But throughout your life, throughout your day There could be people who is part of the body That can represent God's presence in your life So one day, uh, uh, maybe two weeks ago I was, I was having a meeting And the meeting was with a very like big It was with a very big company And I was like 
I'm, I don't really get gas with big companies yet, but I was like, oh, wait, I don't know if there's an opportunity in here or not, because sometimes, sometimes they gas you for no reason, whatever. But is there something in it? So I was praying, God, like, if there's something in here, let, it, let, let there be, let there be something. Let, let there, like, be some opportunities that come from it. Anyway, um, when I was in the, when I was in the, um, when I was in the restaurant with these, with these people, I was talking, I was talking who I am. I just talk, I'm just talking how I naturally talk. And then someone then um, asked me like where I want to take things in the future and all that kind of stuff. And I was telling them some of my plans. And then um, someone then said, someone then, like there was basically four of them and one of them out of the four said, no, nah, like anything is possible because as you know, if two or three can agree on something then great things happen yeah so i was like oh and they were like oh and i like i put my hand out to spot them and like they 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 got it because obviously the scripture they were quoting the scripture right i didn't know there was another christian in the room but they were quoting the scripture and it's it's um it's well basically it's from matthew 18 from 15 to 20 and it's when jesus says um if there's two or three people who can agree in my name then i'll be there in the midst right and even then that was a symbol of me of god's presence whereby sometimes you don't need the lightning flash to be our gods here sometimes you don't need the big like the weather changes sometimes you just need someone else who believes in the same father as you do has the same father as you do and just be like no i agree i agree and then that what jesus says if two or three just agree on something if you just agree on something anything i'm right there in the middle i'm the third person in the Two final points. verse is the most important one uh listen to me O coastlands give attention you people from afar the lord called me from the womb from the body of my mother have you made mention of my name remember i was like the whole like i feel like an accident but it's like from the from the um from the body of my mother he made mention of my name he made my mouth like a sharp sword in the shadow of his hand have he hid me he made me a polished arrow in his quiver he hid me away he said to me you are my servant israel in whom I will be glorified. But I said, I labored in vain. I spent my strength for nothing and vanity. Yet surely my right is with the Lord and my recompense with my God. And it goes, I definitely recommend reading the whole thing. But like that is, that's my scripture for life until God gives me another scripture, right? Because from then, God was very clear of like, no, this is who you are. It was never like, it was never an accident. This is what I've got planned for you. But I really love Isaiah's response to it because when God's given him this whole whole like plan and grand scheme of like you're going to be bringing the Israelites together but you're also bringing the Gentiles together all that kind of stuff is, uh, uh, Isaiah basically says like I laboured in vain like there was no reason for me to work so hard there was no reason for me to like do all of this because like my actual reward is with God right like where I needed to be putting my energies and my attention and all that kind of stuff wasn't all of this extra stuff it was actually with god god is my reward so i recommend reading that scripture because it really does show that like 
our efforts don't have to be the same efforts of the world, right? We don't have to be like out here trying to like build these these perfect picture perfect like lives for ourselves. Um, if God's with us, it actually doesn't. It doesn't. It anything else doesn't really matter. Um, the last thing is this. Uh, you know when people say, "Oh, like Jesus died for me." Yeah? I don't know if I don't know if a lot of people ask the question why. Like, like, why did he, why did he die for me? I remember when I was younger, I would have the quick response to say, Jesus died for my sins and that's why he died. But then like, you could interrogate that even further. It's like, okay, why, why did he die for your sins? And why did someone have to die for your sins, right? And also as well, to what end? Like, so someone died for your sins, cool. But then what does that, what does that result in, right? And when you really think about it, all, all God is really trying to do is continue the conversation that we were supposed to have in genesis one two three right when when adam and eve was in the garden we was in relationship with god we was, we was having we was having consistent conversation with god in, in the cool of the day right that got interrupted the rest of the bible is just interruption right it's just interruption it's just us like finding our ways from this this uh, trying to find our way back to this this lost conversation and then god says listen the reason why you can't come back is because of the sin because of the because of the we got beef basically and and we have to squash this beef and what i'm going to do is that i'm not going to let you hold this beef i am going to incarnate myself through flesh i'm going to take it on for your sake so then if you accept that then we could talk again so all of this like the dying for my sins thing is the beginning part of continuing the conversation right um so when we're talking about God's presence, when we're talking about being in relationship with God, it's not a healthy add-on. It's the point of why, we, why Jesus even died in the first place. It's, 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 as a matter of fact, Jesus goes to, to say, he talks about life eternal. What's eternal life? Jesus says this, yeah? He says, this is what life eternal is, that they know me. If you know me, you live forever. So, but not only do you live forever, it, it, the, the as the psalmist Michael Jackson says, just call my name and I'll be there. So it isn't just like a, it isn't just a, um, it isn't this like complicated hurdle that you have to go through. He'd done all of the work. He'd done all of the, the fiddly stuff, all the hard stuff. So then the only work that we have to do is to call his name, right? And then his presence is there. So, hopefully that's been helpful hopefully there's something in there that we can like take i need to listen to this back and try to take something um but yeah like god god's presence is is the only really is the only real work and everything else is is in service to that um so yeah i hope you have a have a dog people let me just end this in prayer and then we'll we'll finish god thank you so much for your words thank you so much for your wisdom um i really do pray that we kind of just avoid all the things that are um superficial fake um distractions and we just continue to look for you the real thing um your presence allow your presence to be with us heal us grow us um and just keep us throughout the week and help us to remember that you're always with us but allow your presence to be stronger in our lives too thank you father in jesus name amen
We really hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. Yeah,